episode three of Motivate Podcast. I'm Taylor. And this is Molly. We have got, um, we've got a pretty heavy topic for you guys today. Uh, a pretty del- delicate slash heavy topic uh, yeah. that we're going to dive into and each kind of share some personal things. But it is covering body image, uh, insecurities, and self-love. So we're excited to to get some words out about that and share some stories with y'all today. Yeah, and we definitely want to acknowledge the fact that by no means are we um, experts on this or know everything or know what every individual may or may not struggle with in terms of body image. But we really want to do our best to cover this topic from multiple angles, um, not only from our own experience and stories, but um, we've just been able to hear a lot of stories from different people and feel really empowered by hearing those stories. So we kind of want to start the discussion. This by no means will be a cohesive Um, or complete discussion of it, Uh, I think it'll be the start of the discussion of this topic. We could talk for hours about this, I think. Yeah, and we would love to hear from you once you've listened to this and maybe hear a little bit more of your own story or how you approach some of these things. And we'll talk about that later, but just it was important to us to express the fact that we know you or someone else may be facing this in a completely different way than anything we talk about today. And we want to honor and respect that and um, would love to know more about that. So yeah, with that, we'll just dive in. (laughs) (laughs) Just head first. Where do you start? Yeah, like narrowing down where to start with this. I will say, um, first off, overcoming body image and insecurity problems is, I mean, it can be a lifetime battle. It can be a lifetime thing that you just like gradually learn techniques to use or ways to encourage yourself or just recognizing those moments when you're beating yourself up or... Hey, and seasons. Hey, and that ties back into seasons. There it is. Our episode two. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, I just... It, it takes a while. It's body image issues are, are not something that can be fixed overnight. And that's okay. I think the whole journey of learning the right way to deal with it um, can be a good experience for, for anybody that's kind of struggling with it. Um, I mean, heck, it took me, I'm 32. Um, and it took me the better part of 29 plus years I mean, obviously, when I was a toddler, I don't think I was thinking about it. But when when I was old enough to realize that, hey, I'm a female and, hey, I have a body, um, I think that's those thoughts can start as young as, as that age. And also for me growing up with, I feel like I grew up in that the fat-free yogurt era. I say that all the time. Like, everything was sugar-free and everything was fat-free. And um, in the media, smaller was better. Or like less is more, smaller is better. So eat less, be smaller. Like and that was such a mentality that was stuck in my head, uh, which was so de- detrimental. And like learning to love myself and and feeding myself, and it's just like a downward spiral that never results in anything good. And I feel like <laughs> trying to keep it together because I I feel like I could maybe lose it on this episode, but. Um, 
just looking back at the times when I was like the most hard on myself and thinking about the things that I said to myself or the way I treated myself and looking at a picture of how I looked during that time, just like, what was I seeing? You know, like we, we don't see clearly. We don't see ourselves the way that everyone else sees us. We see ourselves in such a skewed light and I think as females, especially we're so freaking hard on ourselves. Um, and we just like view our bodies, especially under this microscope. And at the end of the day, it's like so important to realize that our worth is not measured by what our body looks like or what size jeans we wear or what we weigh. (laughs) And the whole, the whole weight thing is another, is another hot topic. I guess you could say like, I've had so many friends that I've had to put myself in place with weight and um, not worrying about what a scale says, but I've also tried to be there for friends for that as well. And like, ultimately at the end of the day, when you step on a scale, that scale is not going to tell you anything except for how much space you occupy. And even in that, it's still not really telling that much. Like it doesn't tell you how fit you are. It doesn't tell you how happy you are. When you step on a scale, it doesn't tell you how healthy you are or like your quality of life or the people that you're surrounded by or like how good your days are. That scale just tells you a number. And I mean, for the most part, it's a pretty empty number. Like it, there's no story behind that number because that's all it is. It's just a number. So the next time that you step on a scale and you get down on yourself, there's (laughs) just realize that there's no ideal weight. And I, I feel like I've seen maybe a meme or something, maybe a little more serious than a meme, but it's like your ideal weight is whatever weight you weigh when you're happiest. And I feel like I identify with that so much now um, because I look back and think of the times when I weighed my lowest weight and I was miserable. Mm -hmm. Like in no way during those times would I say I was happy. I just was so unhappy with myself and so unsettled and like, And I think that can take a lot of looking inside you and working on that self-love because it's in the moment that may be one of those seasons where, man, you feel like if it's that you want to be smaller, you may get smaller, but you may not be able to healthily see whether you're happy or not. And that's one of those things that it's hard to see until you're out of that and look back and be like, gosh, I wasn't happy when it came down to the important things. I was happy with the weight or I was happy with the chase of a a weight or a certain look or a certain whatever it is. Um, But just being able to find some balance with self-love to be able to understand when are you happiest? When are you joyful? When are you um, healthiest? I also feel like when you're chasing a number – like that, once you get to that number, then what's next? Like right. you're just, it's never going to be good enough. You know, you're always going to be picking it apart and um, just like looking for more. And just, it's such a slippery slope and it frustrates me in so many ways to think of how much of my life I wasted, like worrying about what I thought someone else thought about me in relation to like what my body looked like or just so so stupid 
Ugh. So can you makes me angry. Can you remember a time when <laughs> uh, that yes, was the case? Many times. Um, specifically, I had. I'll tell a story that I had told Molly before about um, obviously insecurities and body image stuff. But uh, I had gone kayaking, and this was maybe four summers ago um, with some friends that were in town for the weekend and like we were, I think we were on the Harpeth maybe. Um, but I was so insecure about the way I looked. I kept my shirt on the whole time, which is, which is fine. You know, if you don't want to take your shirt off and get burned or something, that's fine. But ultimately, you know, people were getting on this rope swing and like wading out into the water and doing fun stuff that I would definitely enjoy doing but I was so uncomfortable with myself um, that I, and I had gotten into my head so much that I stayed in my kayak. I like took my kayak on shore where everybody else's were and I just stayed in it and I didn't get out. And I remember someone at one time asking like, Taylor, are you okay? Like, do you want to, <laughs> you want to hang out instead of being like a weirdo? And I was like, um, I'm fine. I think I maybe I said I didn't feel well or something stupid just to mask the fact that I just was insecure and which like looking back on that I think of so many times that I missed out on certain experiences or just like having fun with friends in like an as in an okay I'm sorry my cat has like completely just jumped up on the microphone and is trying he needs he has something to say too um anyways missed out on so many experiences and just having fun with my friends because I had created these scenarios in my head like these people actually cared when in reality they don't like no one's looking at you in the light that you're looking at yourself. And like, I just, Hey, I could have jumped off that rope swing and maybe done a cool trick, but instead I decided to sit in my kayak and, you know, not have fun or enjoy life and just like live in the moment, you know, um, just to reassure any of you who are, who have those same feelings or can maybe relate. We create those those thoughts in our head. Like we, we create the expectations that we think other people have for us. And 9.9 times out of 10, those people aren't thinking those things. Like I would never think that about my friends when they're coming out to go kayaking or to go swimming. I'm not looking at them and judging them in the way they look in a bathing suit. Like, no, I just want them to be there and for us to have fun and just to enjoy life and like enjoy moments and have memories and, yeah. Not have it tainted with these dumb thoughts that we've created for ourselves and Yeah. All that. Sorry, we're having a little cat issue here too. He just he needs attention. But yeah. That would that would be the story that comes to mind for me. Like I mean, I've got a pocket full of stories that I could tell related to that, but um, I just think that that's probably a relatable one for other people where you find yourself in a situation when you're around other people and you just kind of shut down and for whatever reason want to stay hidden or covered yeah, that up. it becomes or, a wall or something yeah. that holds you so far back from the good things and the healthy things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So have you got, have you got one of your pocket story <laughs> oh, in your pocket man. too? Um, I relate to 
a number of things that Taylor said, and I can look back over a lot of the different seasons um, of my life. And to be honest, I think something I've noticed more recently is looking back a few years and I can look back at pictures like Taylor talked about. And I remember thinking at that time when I would see the picture, I would think about just kind of nitpicking the things that I would change or the places where, gosh, I wish I could just be smaller there or look this way. And I was just obsessed with that sometimes. And I think we've all experienced that to some extent. And I look at them now and it's crazy to me because my story is more so currently the struggle with, man, I feel so healthy, but I'm adjusting to this new body because it's a strong body. And I acknowledge that now and it's, it has definitely been a process, but when I first started getting noticeably stronger, that was a huge struggle for me. And I instead would look back at those pictures that I used to nitpick and almost wish for that back. But at that point, I was 20 pounds lighter. Um, and now I'm 20 pounds heavier with muscle. And I can still wear the majority of the sizes. I just fit in things differently now. And or I've had to go up in sizes. And that for a long time when I initially started noticing those changes was this weird battle of I feel so great and my energy feels so much is so much higher and I feel more confident and I this feeling of strength is empowering and gives me this confidence but also in some areas messes with my confidence Um, And I think a lot of that came from fear of what other people saw me as and comments that I would hear. And I just, just for example, like I've had to adjust to people making comments about me looking strong and saying like the passing comments of like, man, you look jacked or whatever it is. It's like, That I can take a step back some days and understand where that's coming from and what the intention is and that it's not malicious or it's not a negative thing. Um, Sometimes it is. And I think you have to take that for what it is. aren't very tactful either. And some people say like, man, you're getting really strong. Or you have like, man, I see that muscle. Like, or people just flat out say like, you're doing something to do that, do you really want to continue working out that way? And it's like, you know what? I feel great when I work out that way. And also, I, the way your body is no one else's concern. Exactly. Like, however, if you're working towards a goal, say your goal is to get stronger. Yeah. Say you are trying to put on more muscle. I don't. Right. I don't know what the goal is. But, it's not always. But it's. But not I also anyone, know my body is going to change differently. Right, and it's not anyone else's business yeah. to tell you how your body should look or when you should feel your best and uh. yeah and I think that's something that um just for me personally has been part of the process of understanding what am I seeking what is important to me when do I feel healthy um 
and it's just a constant, a constant lesson and, um, gaining understanding of a better understanding of myself, honestly. So I don't know. I think just really trying to learn what it looks like to practice self-love and heck, like all of this, we have to be gentle with ourselves. Like we have to have grace for ourselves and, um, celebrate the awesome things, celebrate the things that we see the same way you would to a friend, like practice that self-love that if you're if, not going to say it to your friend, don't say it to yourself. Yeah. Like, like there's no reason to talk to yourself. We, yeah. Way. You hear that more often these days and it's like, it's so true. I also think that, um, one of the more detrimental things, um, when we were younger, that dealt with body image was the media and the whole like smaller is better thing, which I touched on earlier. But I think some, what's so awesome is that now thanks to social media, probably, um, the whole strong is beautiful is more of a movement and you see more images of strong women and just, it's such an empowering thing um, to be a female and, to feel strong or right. to just appreciate another woman that looks strong, you know, and I think, appreciate what she's done for that. Yeah. And, I think being able to look and see so much of that, if you can do that from a healthy place, yeah. something I love to recognize is like males and females strength looks so different on everybody. Mm-hmm. Like someone who is athletic or fit or, whatever it may be, like it depends on what it is for you that makes you feel that way or makes you feel healthy. And just celebrating that everybody can be so different and it's beautiful. Like there, imagine if we all looked the same, how like boring would that be? be So boring. So I don't know. There's a lot that's just constantly having to kind of redirect and have those like guardrails to not go off in the wrong direction with those thoughts and those, um, insecurities. And also something that I have learned in the past year or two, especially as I've started to coach being in a gym and being at the front of a gym, a lot of the time coaching, I have had people come to me after class and specifically females. And it's like the most empowering thing to me because I've realized the strength of, sharing and being vulnerable. And it, I love it when somebody will come up to me and talk to me about something like this, because I can a, not only encourage them, but B be vulnerable with them. And I have girls come up and talk about, man, like I notice you look this way, or I, I'm struggling with this because I'm feeling stronger and I feel great, but my shoulders are getting bigger and my clothes don't fit the same way or whatever it might be. And it's like, yeah, I've been there. And I probably had that one of those thoughts in the past week. And just because I'm at the front and this is what I do for my day to day, or I get to be active more often throughout my day does not mean that I've got it figured out or I don't struggle with that. So the empowerment of, being able to talk to one another and realize you're not alone because I'm encouraged by it, but I also get to encourage. And I think that can just be a really healthy and beautiful opportunity when you just open up a little bit and do that with your friends or do it with, gosh, I've had people who 
don't know me that well or I don't know them that well and they open up and it is awesome and the conversations are always so good and ultimately this episode comes from things like that so yeah talk like about we, it <laughs> like we started to talk about talk about it with each other yeah and then also talked about how other people were talking about it with us and just it's it's a topic that needs to be discussed. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. And um, transitioning from having those body image issues to learning to have self-love for yourself mm-hmm. or to have self-love um, can be difficult. I'm not going to say that's that's an, always an easy road. You know, you I have really, really good days. I have mediocre days and I have really crappy days like – um, and I think it's going to be a constant ongoing road. I don't think yeah, anyone sure. is ever going to have the fix or the solution to it. I think one of the things that's helped me um, a ton when it comes to practicing self-love and appreciation for myself is just like taking a step back and thinking about all of the cool stuff <laughs> almost well good censor try to you censor can say myself they're all the cool shit our bodies do because like seriously your body shows up for you every single day even on the days that you don't love it so much mm-hmm. like and then even thinking fitness related all of the cool stuff that our bodies are capable of doing and if they're not capable of doing it now that they're going to be capable of doing it on down the road, the more that we practice or the more that we hone in a skill or, um, something that, you know, that we're working on, like it, it's the female body is an incredible thing. And mm-hmm. the fact that we all look so differently is such a beautiful thing too. And, um, you know, once I kind of escaped the whole mindset of, I want to look like her, mm-hmm. um, and I appreciated my body for what what it does for me and how it looks. Like, um, I know a lot of it is kind of predetermined based on genetics. So get get out of your head that you want to look like someone else because it's so cool that you get to look like you. Right. Like, and you're the only person that gets so. Like and chances you. are good you would spend a heck of a long time chasing that. And yeah, and it not may, getting anywhere. It may never happen. So. Being able to just rest in the fact that you have this gift of a body that you can show up for just as much as it shows up for you right. and not tear it apart. And it's so much more rewarding to get started on a path of self-love and self-appreciation. And um, it's just way more rewarding than those days where uh, you tear yourself down or pick yourself apart or... Ultimately, that never results in like a good day. You know, it never results in a positive attitude or a positive mood. So why dwell on it any longer? Or why like let that be a focal point in your life or a controlling factor for your mind? Like just, I mean, I would say like to challenge anyone the next time that you feel held back by like insecure thoughts or say for example you're going kayaking with friends and you think you're <laughs> going to stay in the boat say f it and get out of the damn boat and like go hang out with your friends because ultimately at the end of the day you're going to regret not doing that like when you look back and think about all the fun that you could have had you're going to regret letting yourself wallow in those thoughts and having those 
I mean, negative right. feelings about yourself. Get out of the dang boat. Or if you're making healthy changes and you yeah. just haven't adjusted yet, but you know ultimately you're heading in a healthier direction, embrace it and yeah. roll with the changes that come or roll with the insecurities that just change can bring sometimes. But just keep that pulse of how are you doing um, inside and outside. And, um, and those changes don't happen overnight. No. So it's like kind of learning to love the process and learning to love the journey. And Yeah. We talked a little bit too about the fact that whatever is going on inside of you is ultimately going to flow out. Um, so if you're practicing that self-love and able to see that, like, we're going to be more enjoyable to be around. We're going to be healthier humans to be around. And I think, I mean, I could be wrong in some instances, but ultimately I think that's what we all would want and desire and just to be joyful and a light to the people around us. And it also comes down to whatever is around us and we're surrounding ourselves with or focusing on on the outside is going to flow in and affect what's flowing out from the inside. Yeah. Follow that circle. So basically whatever is going to be continuously flowing into your heart and your, your self-worth and the things that you're factoring into all of that are going to affect what you give out and what you pour out to those around you or just into your day-to-day life. So that self-love is just (laughs) so crucial. And I think that should be getting the energy and the emotion and the effort that we sometimes invest into a lot of the outer aesthetic things. Um, So... So, yeah, we could – I feel like we could go on and on about this topic for, like, days probably. And I'm sure you guys would have so much to offer and um, a ton of insight or even personal stories. And we welcome those. If you um, have something that you want to share with us, feel free to shoot us a message. Ultimately, we both wanted to have this discussion and put this episode out there because – we personally have felt the impact of just having the discussions around some of this and voicing the insecurities or voicing the struggles. Um, also celebrating the good things together um, For sure. with each other, with other people in our lives. And this is just hopefully another reminder out there for you to stop yourself when you start going down that rabbit hole and maybe redirect and just start thinking about self-love and self-worth and just having grace and really being gentle with yourself. And sometimes um, you just have to be your own cheerleader. Yeah. And like cheer yourself on and or maybe encourage yourself or do it for a friend as or, well. Or yeah, encourage somebody or just maybe take a step to just share something that you have been wrestling with and has really been hard to get over yourself share it with somebody, find somebody that you just trust or feel a nudge to talk to. Yeah. Cause you could ultimately just work through it together. And All right. Put it out there. Each and other. I think there's just power in that. So 
Stronger uh, together. Isn't that stronger a hashtag? Stronger together. I think it that's is. An Instagram hashtag. And I think, together. yeah, that's why we also are so hopeful that if you guys have your own personal story or even ways that you've learned how to practice self-love better or you found that just really work well for you, we want to hear those things. So for sure. like Taylor said, shoot us a message, let us know, um, comment on anything on social media for us. But we're here and we would love to talk more about it and we will talk more about it. <laughs> oh yeah, um, this topic's not going anywhere. But for this week, that's it. That's it. Thanks, guys.